to This Grit and Grace Life, a podcast for strong women and those who want to be. From the boardroom to the bedroom, car lines to college, single, married, or single again, real talk for women embracing this grit and grace life. Let's get into it. Hey friends, and welcome to another episode of This Grit and Grace Life podcast. I'm Julie Graham. Oh, you are. And I'm Darlene Brock, and we're really glad that you're here with us today to look forward to a very special time. Yes, I'm feeling very festive, and I'm also practicing a lot of self-control to not break into some of my favorite Christmas carols. Ah, so I guess that season's coming, huh? It, it is coming. Yeah, we're talking all things holiday because we're going to blink, and it's going to be December 31st, and we're going to be ringing in the new year. Yeah, and everything between now and then is one event to another event to another event. Which one's your favorite, Julie? Which do you love? Yeah, so coming into the holiday season, I most look forward to Thanksgiving, actually. You do? Yeah, I mean, I love Christmas. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's a close second. Yeah. But if I were to pick, I usually say that Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. That's usually the holiday I get to travel and I'll be doing this year. So I'm super excited for that. What about you? What's your fave? Oh, it's Christmas. It is Christmas. And I I think because it's been Christmas for so long and all through the years, every trip we've made, every special event we had, I bought an ornament. I have a tree full of my family's life. So it's like I decorate the the tree every year and go, oh, do you remember? Oh, do you remember? So it's kind of a nice memory. You've actually shared that with me and I have really tried to do that. I, I, sometimes I buy coffee mugs. I've started doing that a little bit. Um, but even like when Lincoln and I went to Wyoming this summer with my family, I made sure to buy a Christmas ornament because I knew that was an idea you had given me. And I want to try to incorporate that because it's such a a smart way to make and keep memories and then make even the Christmas was decorating really memorable. Yep. So, well, we've kind of admitted that coming into the holidays can kind of get you a little bit stressed. You can start to feel overwhelmed, even though it's not here yet, but you're thinking about the fact that the fast paced holiday season is going to be here any second. And we're going to have long to-do lists and interactions with people we may or may not actually like all that much <laughs> and money, money, money we have to spend and just all of the things. So we wanted to kind of just tackle all of that on this episode. How can we be ready in all the ways for the holiday season. Yeah. And we're trying to do it now instead of waiting till we're really, really close. So we thought we would just tackle them one at a time. So since we are beginning now, I guess we should start everything early. I mean, procrastinating usually does lead to getting stressed and feeling overwhelmed. Although I will admit it's my MO. It's part of my personality to wait till the last minute. I kind of need the pressure of a deadline, but you are right when you say when you plan ahead and start some of the preparations, even for the holidays earlier, then when the holiday comes, whether we're talking Halloween and, you know, uh, trick-or-treating and pumpkin patch and all that kind of stuff, or if it is Thanksgiving and you're hosting the meal, or we are talking Christmas or New Year's, if you do a little prep and plan now, you'll get to enjoy the actual holiday way more. Yeah. So do something today that your future self will say, good job. Glad you did that. So maybe you're the mom who is making a special stop on the way home to pick up a Halloween costume because, you know, tomorrow's Halloween. You know, think ahead next year. Um, But let's (laughs) maybe not do that same style as we prepare for Thanksgiving and for Christmas this year. What's something you can do today that you'll be glad you got off the list? 
You know, every year at Christmas, I think I want something special for someone. I want it to be unique or different. And then I look around at the personalized gifts. There's some wonderful ones Mm. out there, but they take four weeks to get done. Especially at the holidays when everybody's ordering. Yeah. So order them before you go out (laughs) (laughs) trick-or-treating. Yeah. I've really come to love personalized gifts. Etsy is the like best place Mm, to find those. For sure. Um, I got some really special things made after um, my husband's passing and yeah, I was anxiously awaiting the arrival of those things. And that was not during the holiday season. So if you're thinking, you know, that personalized stamp or, you know, a thumbprint necklace or, you know, your child's initials or something on some sort of monogram gift, do not wait even until Black Friday to order that thing because it will not make it in time. Yeah, you bet. Good one. Bake and freeze now. Okay. All yeah. right. What yeah. what do you bake ahead? Do you bake? Um, yeah, I do. I do bake. Do you have and- like a special Christmas cookie recipe that I can eat? Uh, yeah, yeah, you have to be off the whole 30 bit, don't you? <laughs> yes, at the time of this recording, I am currently whole 30 Don't yeah. worry, as this airs, I am not. <laughs> okay, good. Um, one thing that's always been my husband's favorite that his mom made for him are cashew bars. Oh. Yeah, and cashews is, are whole 30 PS. Oh, good, except for the I'm butter sure not the, the brown sugar art. <laughs> yeah, but we do that almost every year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, picking some of those recipes that you know your family needs, make them ahead of time and freeze them. My family loves pumpkin roll. Going back ah. to Thanksgiving, that is a that is a Thanksgiving staple. And then I also like to have it at Christmas. So I do actually make two when I'm making my Thanksgiving pumpkin roll. I make a second. Look at me. I'm totally I'm doing totally what you recommend. <laughs> yeah, so I make a second one. And sometimes I end up bringing it to a Christmas party or I have it ready for Christmas time Perfect. for the fam. So Perfect. yeah, that's genius. Well, in order to bake and freeze though, I think you also probably need to like clean out your freezer and maybe do some other decluttering. Is that a thing? Oh yeah. You know, things move in during the holidays. So whether, much. Yeah. Whether it's a turkey that you have to thaw for a week. <laughs> or even just the Christmas presents that you're buying over a two month period and you need to hide. Yeah. How many clo- <laughs> how many, much closet space do you, you have? You don't have enough. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't have enough in my tiny little place. Like where am I going to hide? Things for Lincoln or I should maybe just just not buy as much, but that's a separate conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it is. Yeah. You wrote down that you should totally declutter. And I think you're right because like you said, we got, we got new stuff coming in, but we also, um, it will help us to feel less stressed if we have less clutter around us, right? Because when, mm-hmm. when your house is cluttered, you just kind of feel a little uh, on edge. You even said before we started recording this episode, you had a few papers on your desk and you're like, it makes me anxious. <laughs> it does. I can't look at them. I can't do this. We don't need pies. any clutter around making right. our holidays more stressful. So right. yes, yeah. bake and freeze ahead, but also get rid of stuff you don't need, like the pantry. This yeah. would be a great time to clean out the pantry because you know you're going to have to buy the cranberries and the cans of pumpkin for all the special Christmas goodies. Yeah, and if you want to do it when they're on sale, you might be keeping them for a couple of weeks. That's so true. Yeah. So declutter. What are, what else do we need to do when we're thinking about kind of priorities of managing the season? Because mm. there's so many opportunities to do things over yeah. these next few months. There are. And we literally can't do it all. No, as much we as we might want. We can't. So set the priorities that really matter to you. There are family events that really matter to you, but do you need to go to all the parties that you're invited to mm-hmm. or yes eat, but i'm a yeah, party person <laughs> yeah. yeah you just Invite want to buy me. let me know <laughs> yeah. when you're 
What do you have one? You just order a new outfit every other week or yes, every week. Right. Yes, that's exciting. Yeah, no, I have true. my Latote. I don't need to order exactly, a new outfit. I just true. pick a new one every yeah, week. Yay. You do. But even past just the events around a particular holiday, what one matters to you the most? When did your family get together mm. and it makes the most significant memories? So put the, put the effort in those. Yeah, I know we've talked a couple times about how instituting a family meeting would really be helpful when it comes to especially these busy seasons. And so, you know, as we're coming into these months of back to back to back to back events, sitting down with your spouse, sitting down with your kids and saying, okay, what are the things that you guys actually care about us doing? And make sure we put those on the calendar and then we can pick and choose based on the other invitations we get. So if you decide as a family, you really enjoy going to the pumpkin patch or you really want to go and Christmas tree shop together, that's super important, but you don't actually care about the Johnson's Christmas party, then you don't go. Yeah. Say thank you very much. That was a generic name, just in case we're all (laughs) wondering who the Johnsons are. Our editor happens to be named Johnson. If she's having a party, I would like to go. That's true. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Yeah. So prioritizing is going to be key. And then you have to set parameters, Mm. lots of parameters. But I think the first one that will just wear you out in January, if you don't, is financial. Mm-hmm. You have to decide how much you're going to spend, and not just on Christmas presents, but how about the Thanksgiving meal? Yeah. How about the travel that's involved in going yeah. to the events or the family events that you're going to be doing? So set yourself a budget and mm-hmm. and control it, because again, come January, you will be really happy you did. Yeah, because that first bill comes around and you're already stressed about your weight gain and now you're spending more (laughs) at the the grocery store trying to like get back on track. And then you're like, wait, I have zero, actually I have negative money because I way overspent in the holidays. So setting parameters, that's a really good point on if you're traveling, sometimes it's easy to forget how much you spent to get to the holiday with your family. And then you get there and you spend more because you're traveling and it's the holiday. So setting in advance how much you want to spend is a really smart reminder. You have actually talked a little bit about how um, we get like boxed in to having to celebrate the holiday on the specific day. And you've actually said that's one of the ways you can save money. Oh, you can save money because you can travel on off days. You can travel on Christmas Day. If you have ever checked flights on Christmas Day, and you may not want to, you may go, this doesn't work for me. But if your family can celebrate a day later or two days later, then fly Christmas Day. It's cheaper. The airports are empty. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a pleasant experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like how you're talking about even just with celebrating on a different day. That's also one of the ways you can set boundaries and parameters. Maybe you want to institute, this is the year that my immediate family, you know, my husband and kids and I are just going to do our own Christmas this year for the first time, but then we'll do the big extended family on the 27th and, you know, kind of deciding what's what's important for you as your immediate and where do you want to allow extended family and friends into things and kind of being flexible with that. Yeah. And I think a lot of times you'll find yourself in a transitional place in life. Maybe you just got married. So now you're visiting two families mm-hmm. or, you know, perhaps unfortunately you are, have just gone through a divorce and your child is going to be doing this. Mm-hmm. You know, the first year or two of whatever the new scenario is the time to set your the, the way you want to do it mm-hmm. to set how it's going to work. So you don't wear yourself out to start with. Or Julie, you know, one thing you might do uh, is just go, we're having it at my house. Mm-hmm. Everyone needs to come to my house. 
Yep. I, some, sometimes you got to put your foot down. Yeah. Well, do. if everyone's coming to your house, though, let's talk about this because inevitably there's that family member or maybe you have a couple. That's unfortunate. Um, <laughs> that you really don't want to spend time with, but it's just part of the package. You know, Uncle Joe is going to come. He's not your fave. And you need a plan for dealing with that. Yeah. And, you know, you probably have options on that. Don't invite Uncle Joe. Oh, that sounds really <laughs> awful. Um, or in addition to that, it's kind of like pass Uncle Joe around. Do <laughs> Everyone takes a shift. Yeah, everybody takes a shift. We all know that Joe is a little bit difficult. So, hey, it's your turn. You take the next 15-minute <laughs> shift. And, you know, honestly, that kind of is entertaining for the rest of the family. So, uh, you know, it, it diffuses it a little mm. bit. That's a good point. I think another way to, you know, handle the difficult family member or friend, you know, maybe it's the work party and, you know, you don't necessarily love the people that you work with, but obviously you have to go to the work party. It's kind of part of the work culture and just kind of going into that environment, knowing this is something I have to do. It's, you know, a two hour block. I can get through it. I'm going to, you know, make sure I hang with a friend or, you know, hang with my cousin or whatever. Um, and just know that, you're going to get through this event, yep. you know? Yep, for sure. And then uh, you might suggest the entire family spend the holiday doing something for someone else. Oh, that would be a really good idea, especially if you don't necessarily have great interactions with your family members and you kind of change it, make it more, you know, outward focus. Maybe you go and serve at a soup kitchen or what else could you do? Yeah. And even if it's not on Christmas Day, in advance of Christmas Day, go buy presents for a family, go deliver presents for a family oh, before yeah. Thanksgiving, put together another meal for somebody else and take it to them. Great, great ideas. Yeah. Sometimes we forget what the holiday season is actually all about, that it really should be about being grateful and giving and quality time with people instead of the hustle and bustle that it kind of automatically just rolls into. Yeah. One thing you need to think about on every holiday is do less. Don't, you have this ambitious list of things you want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, all of the great ideas, the it's clever. Pinterest. It's Pinterest. It's Pinterest's fault. Pin, yeah. Well, it's Pinterest, but a long time ago, I did make my daughter's Halloween costumes. Like always? Always. That's why? Um because I loved creativity, I wanted to encourage them to be creative, and uh-huh. so they made them up, and you couldn't buy whatever they made up in their little <laughs> brain cells, so I had to create them. Now, I probably would have been smarter to go, hey, Minnie Mouse is really cute, and look at this amazing <laughs> princess costume, because I did stay up till 2 and 3 a.m. making these silly things. Oh, my goodness. Um, so I'm saying don't do that if it's not necessary, and it wasn't or really like, necessary. Or like do it sometimes, but it sounds to me like you're saying you started it, and then you like told yourself... Well, I've made the first three. Now I have to do this until they're 18 or something. Yeah, kind of like that. So I'm saying, you know, get off that bus. A little all or nothing there, Dar? Yeah. <laughs> Not a personality trait yeah. at all. Yeah. So yeah, I think you're right. Like, okay, let me look at, you know, Halloween. Then I'll look at Thanksgiving. And then I'll look at, you know, um, Christmas and New Year's. And what's one thing that I normally do that I can take off my list or just kind of spread it out? How can you ask for help with the other family members involved in the celebrating of the holiday? Yeah. And that's so not women. We Yeah, it's like we, we think we have to do it all. Yeah, we do. We think we have to do every and single part. I think part. we've trained our men that we do it all. We have. I'm going to start over with this, okay? <laughs> yeah. Whoever I end up with, he's yeah. sharing in some of the holiday <laughs> cheer. <laughs> Dang it. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, how can we kind of share some of the load? Because we put some of it on ourselves. Yes, we but do. But we also 
we want to be that Pinterest woman who has all of the great ideas and accomplishes it all and the elf on the shelf and the whole deal. Do you know about elf on the shelf? I do. <sighs> it yeah. just seems like way too much work. I haven't started it yet. Do you think I sh- is this the year I should start it if he's four? I think by the time I mean, Lincoln I grows one. up. Yeah, but isn't it kind of getting older and maybe the trend will go away before <laughs> like maybe he cares I, about it? I already missed it and I yeah. should just like leave and just it off. let it die. Maybe nice is that step. one of my do less? <laughs> yes, it is. I would put that in the do less list. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, but really, seriously, practically, how can we share some of the load? What are some ways to kind of spread out the joy of the, <laughs> the holiday responsibilities with those we love? Yeah, uh, we have big meals around every single one of these mm, events, except so maybe awesome. Halloween and that's just candy. So mm. that's an easy consumption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, we generally all of our gatherings involve food. Mm. Um, have people bring things. Do a potluck. Don't think that you have to be the person that cooks every single thing you put on that table. Who doesn't love a potluck? Yeah, because you get some of everything. You yes. get the oddest combinations, and they're quite lovely. Yes, I mean, I, I think that might be the second most talked about thing I've said on the show is how much I love potlucks. Yes, it might be. <laughs> so if anyone's having a Christmas potluck, please invite me. <laughs> Yeah, and I think there are even some dishes that you can have your kids help you make. And then they get to kind of learn those holiday traditional meals that you make. And they'll remember, you know, being a part of making those cookies or that casserole. And they're actually helping. Yeah, and they actually enjoy it, especially when they're younger. I have so many memories of my girls dragging this the stool up to the counter mm-hmm. so they could reach it and helping me mix uh, whatever it was we were making. Mm-hmm. And then when... Some of the potlucks or some of our office parties, because we have those at our house a lot, our companies, you know, the girls would walk up and go, I made that. I made that. And so it was pretty awesome for them. Yeah. Fun. You actually said there are lots of things for these meals that you can buy already made. Yes. There is no shame in that, girlfriend. There is not. And so I mean, if- Costco is where it's at. <laughs> For all the things, yeah. actually. Really yeah. great Christmas gift ideas at Costco, too. It's, that is true. We should see if they can spot. This episode is brought to you by Costco. <laughs> How do we make that happen? Yeah. But Julie, have you done this? I have. And my sister-in-law makes fun of me every time. I buy the like Costco scallop potatoes, but I take it out of their package and I put it in Girl, my dish. Yes. And Heck bake yes. it. And then just display it nicely. I think if she's making fun of you, she needs to listen to episode 57 and stop (laughs) judging you about that and put that in the Darlene is a genius column. Yes. So share the meal preparation. Speaking of spreading the work, can I just go ahead and recommend, ladies, that you put on your Christmas list this year? A cleaning service. I mean, that is a gift that I choose to give to myself um, and you know, maybe it's one time to kick off the new year, or maybe you figure out how to budget it in once, you know, once a month, once every other month. I promise you, you will be so glad you did. And actually your whole family will be so glad you did. (laughs) Um, And maybe it's just to get through the holiday season, especially if you're hosting, you want to do this for yourself. But, you know, part of part of making it work is taking some of the load off of you. So you probably want to try that. Absolutely. What can we do um, when it comes to gift giving? Because I know for me, with my husband, he only had to buy my presents. What was I thinking there? That's generally true, but it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, okay. we should share the responsibility, I think. Yeah, and I think we just don't. We we don't, for some reason, it doesn't enter our brain cells that, hey, I got an idea. There are three toys the kids want. There's the toy store. 
describe them. If you have to print out a picture from Amazon, do that. And no, just... it's screenshot and text it. Hello, okay. Dar. Yeah. If you have, okay, screenshot and text it. My husband would need, no, he actually would prefer a screenshot. Um, so do that and then, you know, send them off. Mm-hmm. Say, go buy this. There's or, the hey, store. babe, why don't you buy your own mom's Christmas present? Oh, gee. No, it's getting personal. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but and yeah, divvy that up a little bit more than we're used to. Speaking of Amazon, there is nothing like online. I know. I mean, I do most of my Christmas shopping online now. I do too. And if we do it farther in advance, we don't have to worry about the product selling out or, you know, Black Friday, not getting the things that we want and going out shopping. Although, do you like Black Friday shopping? I hate Black I know you Friday. Do. Yeah, I love it. I yeah. mean, I can't I go anymore now I that it's just like me, it. but I, yeah. I like the excitement of it. But you know me, I love people. So yeah. do I want to go out in the middle of the night when there are thousands of people around? Of yes, course I do. do. <laughs> yes, you do. You'll chat with the whole line yes. waiting to get in the store. Totally. Yeah. But yeah, online shopping can totally ease some of the stress and the burden of things. And also it can keep you from buying crap you don't need. Yeah. And what I love is sitting after my Thanksgiving meal and looking at the Cyber Monday sales Mm -hmm. and bookmarking the things that Monday comes, I'm going to hit buy. Yep. You go, girl. We also need to highlight the fact that there is nothing wrong with a gift card. I love when I get gift cards. It is like free money, but you're making sure I actually spend it on a massage instead of toilet paper at Target or something. (laughs) Just kidding. I get my toilet paper from Amazon. (laughs) Seriously, do you really? I do. It's on auto ship. Amazon uh, subscribe and save. How have we not talked about this? Yeah. And think about it. That would probably make your holidays easier is if you did your regular shopping that was already pre-done. Yes. Julie, I love it. New tip I didn't even know. that being said, gift cards. I think some people shame others for giving gift cards. And you know what? Probably a few people on your list are actually silently hoping they get a gift card. Yeah. So you know your friends. There will be some who are offended by them, but there are some who would love to receive a gift card because they don't maybe have spending money, you know, on any given month. And so you're giving them the joy of picking out something they've always wanted. Mm -hmm. For sure. Another thing is charity donations in the name of the person you want to give something to. That might be the perfect gift for that person who's on your list, who has everything, buys everything they want. This would be a great way to give them something for Christmas. Yeah. And even the opposite side of that are people who don't have enough extra money to support a charity you mm. know is close to their heart. Oh, I love you that. know how much that they love it, but they're limited in resources. Well, what a better gift than to say, I support what you support in your name. That is a great idea and something kind of different. Maybe mm-hmm. you're looking for something different to give this year. Um, Real quick, spoiler alert, we are going to do a full gift guide episode, so stay tuned for that. That'll be coming over the next couple weeks, so more on specific fun new ways to give a gift. But I love the idea of doing experiences as gifts as well. I feel like this is totally up your alley. Oh, yeah, completely. Instead of, in fact, talk to the family. Have your family meeting that you've talked about and say, all right, guys, give me one gift that you want or let me know what it is. But Instead of that, let's plan some events that we're going to do even around the holidays. Let's go to a a Christmas concert together. Let's go to an amusement park where they've decorated for Christmas. I love it. Yeah, I think Christmas is my fave. It is. It's great. Or, you know, whatever interests your family, Mm. just plan that as part of your Christmas experience. Yeah, and, and 
but I think those experiences, they become part of your child's, you know, upbringing favorite memories. And I think we forget about that because we're so focused on making sure that all the Legos that your child wants are under the tree. <laughs> but uh, those memories really are the lasting gifts for sure. Yeah, my girls loved going to the local big craft festivals where they, you know, there were people who made all kinds of fun things. And sometimes we would buy an ornament or a wooden Thanksgiving turkey or something that became a family. We went and bought this together from this little crafty lady that was totally cool. That's awesome. Um, What about the Christmas decorating? Do you like to do that? When do you, when do you decorate for Christmas? Oh, I, I decorate Thanksgiving. (laughs) On Thanksgiving or? Uh, The day after. Okay. Usually the day of Thanksgiving weekend. Yeah. Um, I want my tree up and I want the ornaments up. And, you know, we did it as a family. We did it with the music blaring, the same album every single year, singing to it and hanging our memories on the tree. Totally. I think for me, before I had Lincoln, I actually really liked decorating our house by myself. I would make it a point to set a day where I would decorate the whole house. And then when my husband would come home, it would be decorated. Um, But now that I have Lincoln, I want to incorporate him. And like you said, it make it more of an experience and part of ushering in the holiday season. But, you know, wherever you land on that, maybe you want to decorate by yourself and let that be your own me time that kind of helps you kind of transition into the season, or you want to make it an experience. Pick what works for you, what you like, and let that be part of Part of, you know, the holiday celebration is kind of getting into the Christmas spirit by decorating or, you know, maybe you decorate for fall or for, you know, whatever your tablescape is for Thanksgiving. Don't be overwhelmed by it, but actually enjoy it. Mm -hmm. One of the things I think is really important at all of these holidays is enlist your family, Mm -hmm. whether it's in gift buying or whether it is, you know, decorating the house for any of the holidays or cooking the food. But if you do that, You've got to be comfortable with how your kids do it. You know, when they're yes. when they're doing the Christmas tree, they will hang every ornament at their eye level. <laughs> so as they grow up, it starts working its way up the tree. But in the meantime, you know, it'll be in the lower third. Um, you might, you know, as I used to do at night, I would move them around slightly. Yeah, you can move a few. Yeah, but you also but, have to just kind of. Like take a mental picture of this is what it looked like when my four-year-old decorated the tree. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. Uh, Well, also maybe, maybe your man does things differently and you want to come behind him and change it and do it your way. Just think about how that might make him feel. I mean, maybe you fix it a little bit and make it a little less manly, but sometimes (laughs) you also just need to let him, you know, actually have a part and do it his way um, so that he doesn't feel like the holidays are all about it being perfect, but it's more about spending the time together and really what the purpose of the season is all about. Yeah. And if you want to unload some responsibilities, you got to not complain Mm. about how they do them. That will preach. So that's some practical things, how to handle the nitty gritty stuff that is thrown at us during the holiday season. I think what we want to really remember with this episode is that it's busy. It's a little bit chaotic. It's stressful. But how can we make sure we don't forget to actually take it all in and enjoy, because that's something I struggle with. Yeah. I think there's part of it where to be able to enjoy, you have to schedule me time. Mm. Um, Put an evening on your calendar where you say, I'm doing nothing but sitting and looking at the Christmas tree. Mm, Hot chocolate in hand. Yeah, with chocolate in hand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Or, you know, before Thanksgiving, I am not going to work crazy to get everything prepared. I'm going to take an evening and enjoy the fact that my family is coming. Mm -hmm. Or if they're there, enjoy them. 
Yeah. You know, people you don't see a lot the rest of the year, if you're busy in the kitchen the entire time, then you still haven't seen them the rest Mm -hmm. of the year. So, you know, pull out, spend some time. Yeah, I love that scheduling downtime because we put all this time and energy and attention into decorating the house and all of that and then and then it's over. And yeah. if I don't make a point to say, you know, maybe it's, you know, on Tuesdays throughout December, I'm literally doing nothing except sitting and enjoying my tree. And maybe I also say I'll decorate one present each Tuesday because when you wait and do it all at the end, sometimes that's stressful and you don't get the joy of making them look pretty and thinking about the person that the gift is actually for. And if you kind of spread it out and make it a point to enjoy it along the way, then it becomes less task driven and more um, celebration focused. Yeah. You know, the one thing about this season, all of the holidays is it should be celebratory. Mm. It should be filled with gratitude for the good things that we have in life, Um, whether it's family or that we're just blessed with the time that we can be together. Um, It should be something that we enjoy. Absolutely. I mean, we're only going to have this Thanksgiving and this Christmas with our child at this age, this one time. And, you know, not to make it too personal, but you never know when you might be celebrating the last Christmas with a loved one. And so you just really want to remember what the purpose of this season is and soak it in as much as possible. Obviously, we're going to have to give ourselves some grace in this. And part of getting through the holiday season will involve some grit. But we're just pausing to remind ourselves that as we go into this time, to focus on making the most of it with the people we love and enjoying every part of the holiday season. So I'm actually going to quote you, as I like to do, to end our episode. Oh, yeah? You actually said, remember, these events were created to celebrate, not hyperventilate. So here's to the holiday season with Grit and Grace. Thanks for listening to another episode of this Grit and Grace Life podcast brought to you by the Grit and Grace Project online magazine. Whether you're listening in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or streaming the show, be sure to take a couple moments to subscribe, rate, and review so you never miss the next episode. You can also share the show with a friend you think might enjoy living a Grit and Grace life with us. Every week we share all the details on everything we discuss in the episode at thegritandgraceproject.org. We'll catch you on the next one.